Soul Ties 1. Hebrews 11.15 If they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. Tonight, we want to look at soul ties, see how they came about, what they do, and how to handle them. We start with the fall of Adam. When Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden, a few things happened to them. They lost their spiritual connection with God. As a result, their minds became darkened and Satan set up his structures there. So what we now know as the world's system today is a product of man's thinking that was corrupted by Adam, by Satan when Adam fell. Satan, over the centuries, set up what we also call strongholds in the minds and souls of men that became belief systems. 2 Corinthians 10.4 For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10.5 Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So we see here that apart from man being spiritually severed from God by the fall, he also got his soul messed up by Satan. In addition to having his body infested by sickness and disease, so the fall affected man, spirit, soul, and body. Fast forward to salvation. The salvation Jesus brought was a total package designed to affect us, spirit, soul, and body. The salvation package was intended to recreate our spirits, save our souls, and also give us brand new bodies at the second coming. However, the timing of the manifestation of the package needs to be well understood, and I'll explain in the next few tweets. When we get saved, we have our spirits recreated, and we become a brand new person in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. At new birth, the spirit component of man is fully sorted, according to 2 Corinthians 5.17. What about the soul and body? We have some clues. When we got saved, you didn't forget your name. Hence, the born-again experience didn't change your soul and we'll see shortly. Romans 12.2 And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we see from Romans 12.2 that after being saved, we are expected to renew our minds with the word of God. Our minds didn't get saved. Why is it necessary for us to renew our minds with the word of God? Why are our minds a very important part of the equation? Proverbs 23, 7 For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Yes, you are saved. Your thinking is what generally reflects in your life. This explains why a saved man continues to sin. His mind hasn't been renewed. What does it mean for his mind to be renewed? Renewal of mind means you have submitted your mind to God's word for a reprogramming of your thoughts. Renewal of mind means that the thoughts of Egypt you practiced 
as an unsaved person have now been replaced with God's thoughts. When we don't have our minds renewed after being saved, then we reflect the thoughts of the enemy that we grew up with. Let's go a bit deeper into what happened to our minds before we got saved. Ephesians 2.2 Wherein, in time past, ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the child of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. So we see here that Satan walked through his evil spirits and our associations to corrupt our minds and build structures there. In the process, he created what we call soul ties. What's a soul tie? A soul tie is a link that Satan created in your soul. Continuing from Ephesians 2.3, we see that we developed behavior patterns as we robbed minds with fellow children of disobedience. We cultivated various attachments to things, bad habits, etc., practiced by people we robbed minds with. Emotional attachments that we developed as we grew up in the flesh are referred to as soul ties. They reside in your soul. Why do soul ties play a significant role in our lives even after we have come into Christ? Why are they worth mentioning? The way things work in our relationship with God is that it communicates with our spirits and our souls and our body expresses will. When soul ties are in operation, they block the flow of the Spirit of God in our lives. They are relics left behind by Satan. Satan is no longer in your spirit when you got saved, but he left stuff behind in your soul that he uses to trip you. These are soul ties. Soul ties are an affinity you have towards a thing or a person that is both captivating and addictive. They block the will of God. Soul ties operate in the flesh so they can be easily identified. Satan, most of the time, will use your soul ties to prevent you from fulfilling God's plan for, for your life. Let's do a simple quiz next. From our definition of soul ties, please can someone tell us what Samson's soul tie was? I'll wait for your reply. You'll notice that the answer for my question was so easy for you to determine. I don't think any of you prayed in tongues to figure this out. And I don't think you had to go into a fast. You can figure out your most dominant soul ties by checking up on a few things. And I'll give you a few tips here. Is there anything or anyone in your life you think you cannot do without? That might be a clue to your soul ties. Is there any habit you are pursuing today that you will gladly spend your life savings on without thinking twice? That's another hint of your soul ties. 
are there illegal liaisons you are vigorously pursuing outside your marriage that is a major soul tie are there some kinds of foods you are attached to that just anyone can get you out of your house to eat in that in a restaurant that is another soul tie i once knew a sister in school who couldn't fast because of her crave for chocolates if you marry her your marriage could be prayerless any unique dimensions of a woman's physiology that can suspend your senses when you see them like exaggerated sizes of certain body parts then you have soul ties some soul ties are even such that you can't even bring yourself to tell your pastor about you'll almost pass out on the floor some soul ties are even such that you can't tell anyone in your christian friendship circle about a popular one is pornography tons of black african men have their senses suspended when they run into light colored women an indication of soul ties christian sisters in church could be maintaining a secret smoking habit of like 20 sticks a day another indication of soul ties ladies having an insatiable appetite for guys with a specific emotional disposition irrespective of their spiritual lives another indication of soul ties are there just two or three people in your life you can never say no to everyone has them no exceptions another clue to knowing your soul ties you are married and there is the there is the photo of this ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend that made it into your phone album so-called celebrity crushes are soul ties a fellow at work once told me he would gladly sell his grandmother to be with angela John jolie you if the short list of soul ties has not affected you don't judge others everyone with blood in his or her veins has got stuff we all have stuff soul ties won't knock you out of the lamb's book of life if you are saved but will block the manifestation of the will of god in your life the most influential soul ties you have are with people and the most dangerous soul ties are with the opposite sex or with the wrong sex to recap a soul tie is the captivation of your soul that comprises of your emotion will and thoughts by another person or thing we'll continue our chat later looking at sexual soul ties the, re the ride may become very rough, but will definitely land safely.